Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tuesdays is known as $2 Tuesdays at WagesHawk.com and SportsMemo.com, where you can get the hottest handicappers, best bet, or daily package for only Happy Tuesday, guys. Welcome to Wager Talk TV. I am Carmine Bianco, and this is Stoppage Time. It is the final match day of Champions League uh, uh, games being played uh, today and on Wednesday. And with still some spots to decide for the knockout stages. So there are uh, three games of importance, and we're going to cover the three games that have uh, implications as far as group winners or teams advancing into the knockout stages. With me from wagertalk.com, it's Nick Borman and Kevin Dolan. And, of course, from Sports Memo, the prop master himself, Pablos Lagaretos. Let's bring the boys in, guys. Uh, some big games, some groups are already decided. As we know, uh, groups like the, uh, the, the Bayern Munich intergroup, uh, there's a lot of groups where it, it's done. But there are some games of importance, and those are the ones I wanted to cover today. We're going to do Marseille and Tottenham. Uh, a group where all four teams can still make it into the knockout stages. Liverpool and Napoli, uh, while both are advancing to the knockout stages, first place is on the line at Anfield. And, of course, we'll finish it off with a Wednesday game. AC Milan and Salzburg, the visitors uh, needing a win in that one to uh, move into second spot in that group. Chelsea has first spot locked up. Guys, um, anything to discuss uh on the weekend uh what happened nick what's going on mls your philadelphia union are in the mls cup finals it, it's all the rage in philly that everybody talks about the phillies and i'm the one in the back and like don't forget about the union and then they're like oh yeah yeah the union, the union, yeah, yeah yeah so uh everything's good uh with the union i was upset my best bet of course uh this for the mls this uh conference finals was the under in the Philly game, I thought we'd see less goals there. So it's a little bittersweet to see that go over. But I have a season futures on Philly. I gave a, a, a Wager Talk article 
on taking Philly before the season started, uh, sixteen to one. So holding that card, um, and a lot of followers on on Twitter have mess- messaged me about the same. What are we doing? Are we hedging? Blah blah blah. And I said, if you want to hedge, call Kevin Dolan. He's the biggest gardener I've ever met in my life. And he will tell you exactly how to do that. Um, but uh, anyway, I am excited about the position we sit in, and hopefully uh, they can deliver on uh, Saturday. But a couple cup Champions League games to get through first this week, and looking forward to that. Nick, you got to hedge that bet. Um, forget about what Kevin says. Uh, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> there is a chance to make some money. You always want to take it. Uh, and, you know what I mean, if you look at it, it's a little tougher because if you look at that uh, play in itself, usually you want to hedge against the, the option of a team to lift the trophy. Uh, and I'm yeah. seeing the odds on LAFC at minus 275. As far as that goes, someone who's in a hedging position who, and I literally will be hedging this game is myself because while I was in Vegas and I mentioned it, I did take LAFC to win the MLS cup at six to one. So um, not your type of odds, but Philadelphia to lift the MLS cup is plus 200. So I can, I can hedge a plus 200 against a plus 600 and lock in at least my liability uh, and then just sit back and enjoy the game and cheer for you Philadelphia boys uh, that are uh, Phillies. It, it, it seems it's like the city of champions right now or teams in championships. You guys are playing extremely well. Kev, uh, Andrew, Andrew McGinnis, my co-host on Puck Time, is in Ireland. Um, I, I told him two places to go. Uh, I told him to go to... Um, what was it? The the Blarney Stone in Cork <laughs> and Sean's Bar. Have you ever been to Sean's Bar? Oh, Sean! Yeah, no, well, man, I'm a regular. Bar. I'm a regular. At Sean, <laughs> Sean, <laughs> <Sean> <laughs> <bar>. <laughs> He's probably me cousin. Sean's Carmen. Bar. That's how Ireland works, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sean's Bar uh, uh, is the oldest bar in the world, serving drinks since 900 AD. They say, which is 1,100 wow. years ago which is also the last time Italy qualified for the World Cup. I <laughs> but it is just, um, it's, um, it, listen, when I read uh, all that on Sean's Bar, I'm like, I got to go to this place. So I may pay a visit to Ireland uh, next year. Come and see you uh, there. Uh, Nick was there. I'm sure he didn't go to Sean's Bar, but uh, we'll hoist a couple of pints uh, for sure, Kev. Pablos, what's going on, man? Nice, nice. Uh, I almost broke the record on Sunday. Started with 6-0, including a 1-10%, but then I had three losses and a half loss, but still it was a profitable Sunday. Uh, coming in hot with this uh, Champions League place, 5-0 in my 5%. I, I do have a 5% loaded for tomorrow. I do have a 10% uh, max bet for Thursday in the Europa League. I, I, To be honest, I love more Europa League plays than Champions League plays. The Champions League is a huge trap for me. I do single. I have singled out a couple of matches that I've loaded at my page, looking to um, you know continue the streak and finish the group stage unbeaten in 5%. So uh, super excited for this place and for these matches and uh, really excited to talk with you guys. Yeah, and you've already used up three of your 11 allotted minutes on the show, so let's get right to it, Pavlos, uh, with the first game on the card, Marseille and Tottenham. Let's look at the odds on this one. These are the openers for this uh, for this game, guys. Marseille plus 203. The draw is plus 248, uh, and Tottenham is plus 133 in this one. If, if we look at uh, 
the current number on this one, Tottenham is uh, 131, 209 on Marseille and 245 on the draw. So not much moving in this one. Uh, Nick, I'm going to go to you first on this one. I'm going to keep it uh, uh, simple. This is a group where anyone can win this group. Tottenham is on top right now. A draw will get them in to the knockout stages. They're probably going to want to win this group, uh, but they're going to need a win to do so. They, they've never beaten a team... Uh, 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 a French team on the road uh, thus far, but this is a different Tottenham team. Antonio Conte will not be on the sidelines, uh, red card in his last game, so he'll be uh, in the stands watching this one. This, uh, Tottenham, Tottenham's a pick in this one, and i got to figure they at least get a draw here. I think they have a shot to win against a Marseille team that has to win to get into the knockout stages. So with that said... Uh, I'm going to take Tottenham, uh, pick them in this game. Uh, a draw would be a push on that wager, but I'll take them as a pick them and then maybe sprinkle a little bit of the money line. Uh, that is my thought on this game. Where are you going? This group is pretty wild. I mean, uh, last week, Thursday, I gave out a best bet on Bournemouth fading Tottenham, thinking that, you know, coming off that that goal that could have been for Tottenham to, to lock up their spot in the, in the knockout stages, taken away. I thought Bournemouth would be able to capitalize, and they did. They got up 2-0 at halftime, only for the you know, Spurs to score three when the last-minute one uh, to steal that win away. But it's kind of similar here. I, I just, I'm, I'm worried about you know, how Tottenham approaches this game and how it's going to you know, play out for them, thinking you know, that they're still called pissed that they <laughs> haven't already qualified from this group. But real, realistically, this game and the Frankfurt uh, sporting game, you have to – think that both of these games are going to play out very, very tight. I mean, there's every team's got a chance, as you mentioned already, Carmine, and I think it's going to be um, very tight, probably both very, uh, you know, good chance of low-scoring games, good chance of uh, dogs covering just because every inch in the field is going to matter a lot here. Um, Tottenham, of course, only need to draw uh, to move on here, while Marseille do need to win to have a chance. So that's there's a reason, you know, grabbing a head start on a team like Marseille here makes sense to me because if this game is tied – um, late, then you know Tottenham did not have to push for the win, and we're sitting in a pretty good spot there with the team that's already winning our bet, um, still looking to, to score and possibly catch that thing in full. Marseille haven't been great at home this season by any means, but by that same token, Spurs have not been very good on the road. They have just three wins and nine Premier League and Champions League matches this year. Uh, they failed to beat the big sides in the EPL, in the EPL uh, Chelsea United and Arsenal, but they also feel, failed to beat West Ham and then both Sporting and Frankfurt on the road in these Champions League matches as well. Uh, Marseille have allowed an average of just 0.9 expected goals in the group stage. So I just feel with their defense, they're likely to be in this game until the final whistle. And even if they do concede, um, while Spurs go into that protect mode late, I think it's just in Marseille's favor for us here. So I think it's going to be tight, really tight uh, the whole way through. So I'm just going to grab the head start. Marseille plus a quarter. All right, Nick Borman, wagertalk.com. Pavlos, I joked around with you before the show. This is Arsenal, uh, the French version of Arsenal on on Marseille, and they love to beat Tottenham. They've got Alexi Sanchez, Mateo Ganduzi, Nuno Tavares, and Said Kolasinac, who all played for Arsenal and loved beating this Spurs team. Uh, Tell us your thoughts on this game. Well, I have a lot of conflicting thoughts about this game because there is a lot of conflicting stats. Now, uh, Marseille are without a win in their last nine matches against English sides. They have seven losses and two draws. 
Um, Tottenham, they haven't won in their last six uh, trips in uh, French soil in um, both the Champions League and the Europa League. They have four draws and two losses. More importantly, Tottenham, they've won just two of their last eight matches in the Champions League on the road in their last away matches. Uh, they have no wins in their last four away matches in the competition with three losses and a draw, and they haven't scored in their last three. Now, uh, of course, they're, they're missing Antonio Conte, who's... Uh, was suspended uh, with a red card in the aftermath of what happened uh, last week. Now, I, I watched your picks prior to the to, to game time, you know, and I think you guys woke up and chose violence here because <laughs> if Marseille, they beat Tottenham, uh, they're going to move on to the first uh, spot of the group unless one of the other team wins. So this is a very peculiar group. Anything can happen. Of course, Tottenham, they have already ensured that they're going to continue to Europe. Maybe if they lose today and the other match is a draw, They'll finish third in the and move on to the Europa League. So, I think this is a very strange match to predict. Uh, I'm gonna take the under two and a half goals at minus one hundred five here. I think both teams will play solid defense in order to avoid any mishaps uh, in this match because it's a kill or be killed type of situation. And uh, when this, uh, when we see two teams who are pretty solid defensively, I like to take the under in situations like this. Of course, uh, just a just a small lean for me because Marseille they've been really really in poor form lately, but. Uh, that poor form is um, it's it's justified because they're playing a lot of uh, matches and they they've turned their attention attention to the to the Champions League and this is a crucial match for them so I expect both teams to be very very careful here so under two and a half goals at minus one five for me and I don't care who wins Pablo's like exactly sports memo Kev I'm going to give you the final word on this one listen this group has been nothing if not unpredictable and um, I wouldn't put it past this group finishing with two draws. These games are being played, obviously, simultaneously. Match day, six uh, uh, all teams in a group play at the same time. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if both games finished in a draw in this one just because of how this group has gone through the first five match days. Give me your thoughts on, on this one. Well, I mean, it's not a monster play, but I already bet this game over the weekend. I took Marseille plus a quarter. Um, as Nick said, I think if you're getting a plus a quarter on either of these two teams, it's probably the way to go because a draw is, you know, probably very likely here. Um, but again, if look, if we turn over to the data, you know, Nick mentioned some of this as well. Um, Marseille have the superior expected goals per 90 minutes differential over Tottenham in this group. But, you know, when you factor in home versus away form, um, you know, Tottenham have been very good at home for, so far this campaign. Really not very hot in the road, though it must be said. They're averaging almost a full expected points less per game away from home this year. You know, and while their defensive data remains good, offensively, they've really struggled to put solid performances together this year. You know, in their two road games against Sporting and Frankfurt, respectively, while, you know, comparatively, comparatively at least, you know, Marseille's data has been much stronger at home. So, you know, while that's a small sample size in this competition, obviously, you know, when you turn over to domestic form, uh, you know, despite Pavlos mention, mentioning Marseille's poor results of late, you know, Marseille still ranks third best in French League One right now in overall expected points over the last five games. That's recent sample size. They rank second in total expected points at home this year as well. So, you know, I believe Tottenham are in for a pretty tough game inside the velodrome later tonight. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, Marseille nick the win in this one either. So, you know, if you're giving me a head start in the French team in this one, on home soil, uh, I'm quite happy to take a piece of that. So, uh, yeah, Marseille plus a quarter for me. All right. Uh, uh, you and Nick, 
versus me. Uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Pavlos is like, just keep it as an under, and I don't care who wins. But there is the recap of our plays up on the screen before we head into the second game, which we will do now. Liverpool and Napoli in this one. Let's have a look at the numbers on this one. Liverpool minus 138 in this one. The draws, uh, 336 and Napoli plus 325. Those are the openers. Liverpool is now down to minus 109. Some Napoli money obviously coming in. Uh, Napoli at plus 261 off that opener. And the draw is at plus 302. Kev, I'm going to go right back to you on uh on this one um you know napoli has not lost a game as of yet uh there are, i think 10 uh 10 0 and 2 in the domestic league play all five wins in this group the only way for liverpool to win this group is they've got to beat napoli by four clear goals uh in this one to uh take top spot but they're both going into the knockout stages regardless but um, four goals seems like a lot, and, and I'm not sure what type of a, um, a lineup Napoli is going to put out there in this one. But um, you, they, they don't want to lose a game. But I'm perfectly, I'm sure they'd be perfectly happy with uh, dropping a one-nil type loss here, going home, keeping the team protected before their weekend fixtures, uh, and, and moving on. I'm going to take Liverpool. The price is minus one nine. This might be the last time I take Liverpool ever. Because every time I take them, they seem to disappoint me <laughs> over and over again. But um, with that said, I'm going to take Liverpool at a very short price. Kev, give me your thoughts on this one. You know, Carmine, they honestly need to make a Jekyll and Hyde reboot movie star, you know, star in Jurgen Klopp. Uh, I just don't know <laughs> what to make of this Liverpool team this season. You know, when we've seen them, I mean, you're saying, for instance, winning by four clear goals. I can't say that, obviously. You know, but when we've seen them at their absolute best this season, you know, blowing out Bournemouth, uh, blowing out Rangers, obviously neither of those two teams are, are Napoli. Um, but, you know, beating Manchester City outright as well, they do look, you know, pretty good, obviously. But, you know, by the same token, you know, losing to Leeds, I don't rate Leeds at all. Um, and it's probably more Jesse Marsh, I don't rate. But losing to Leeds at Anfield at the weekend, that is unacceptable. Um, you know, losing to Nottingham Forest the week before as well. So... You know, it's like you're looking at two completely different teams when they take the field from week to week. And because of that, I think, I, I, you know, as you said, it could be the last time you bet Liverpool because you just need to be very careful whenever you're betting this team because you just don't know who potentially shows up for them. You know, whether they end up, you know, smashing the opposition or laying a duck egg in the game. So the one thing you can say, uh, I believe, about these two teams, um, you know, especially about Liverpool in this competition is, you know, they can score, uh, you know, along with Napoli. Both teams have combined for an astronomical 35 goals over this campaign so far. That's a full nine goals higher than the next best combination of Bayern Munich and Inter. So they're both getting it done on the offensive end this season. And, you know, the data kind of backs those numbers up as well. You know, Napoli ranks number one in the Champions League this year on overall expected goals. Liverpool aren't far behind them in fourth position as well. And, you know, the only real thing keeping me off from making this a full play is Liverpool's defensive numbers at home in this competition this year. You know, they have been absolutely watertight at the back, um, at least data-wise, in both of the home games against Ajax and Rangers. But, as we already said, neither of those two teams are, are Napoli. So, you know, Liverpool unlikely to finish top of the group here, even with a win. Um, you know, not impossible, I suppose, but it is a big hurdle. 
Um, so they have a difficult game against Tottenham at the weekend. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how Klopp sets up on this one with qualification from the group already assured. But, you know, overall, if I'm walking to the window in this one, uh, I'm going to side with goals here uh, and take a piece of the over three uh, to land in this one later tonight between Napoli and Liverpool. All right. Can't disagree with you, Kev. Uh, Pablo, I'm going to go to you next. Uh, obviously, one of the things that makes it tough for, for Klopp or, or the team is uh, some injuries, uh, not ju- not being able to go to, to to the bench in games in which they're struggling because you have uh, Luis Diaz out, you have uh, Diogo Jota out. Uh, neither one will be available uh, in this one. So it is up to their uh, regular crew of Firmino uh, and Salah out there. Give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, from what I've read, I think Liverpool are going to rotate and we're not even sure if Salah is going to start. I know it's it's weird, but uh, he's probably going to use uh, Carvalho up front, uh, maybe Miller. Uh, I've seen reports uh, stating Miller is going to be either a holding midfielder or a right back, a right wing back in the place of Arnold. So uh, if Miller is a, is a right back in the place of Arnold in this match, Gvaratskelia is going to tear uh, Liverpool apart. Uh, he's he, you know, we've been talking about him uh, much in and much out, week in and week out. The guy is amazing. Now, I see goals here. I see goals here. Uh, Liverpool, as Kevin said, they're really. Uh, it's like a flip of the coin whenever they play. And against Napoli, you know, we all remember what happened in that first leg. Napoli humiliated them by four to one. They could have scored easily a couple of more goals. And uh, now I think Liverpool are just, you know, this. I don't see them winning by 4 to nil. And if they try to win by 4 to nil, they're surely going to leave, um, you know, spaces at the back. And Napoli will capitalize. Now, Napoli do also have some injury concerns this, themselves. Um, uh, the centre-back, uh, what was it, Kim, is injured. And they're probably going to... No, not Kim. Um, any, anyway, some uh, Rahmani is injured. They are start, starting centre-back. But still, uh, I think Napoli have uh, done a, a whole... A very good deal, a very good job with rotating the players uh, between uh, Champions League and um, and the uh, and the Serie A. In the Serie A over the weekend, they made a lot of um, uh, substitutions in that starting starting lineup, a lot of changes. So a lot of players are going to be fresh. Uh, no matter how I see it, it looks like goals to me. So I like the over three goals here. Uh, again, keep in mind that if Liverpool deploy James Miller as a right back, I'm taking James Miller to be carded. Kvaratskelia to score, Kvaratskelia to assist, everything, everything. It's going to be a huge match if Milner plays at the right back. All right, Nick, I'm going to give you the final word on this one. And, and uh, you know, talking about, like, Liverpool's important match on the weekend and they're already into the knockout stages and having to win 4-0 or by four clear goals here. Napoli, an equally important match. They're on the road uh, in Serie A against the team directly behind them in second place, five points back, Atalanta. Uh, so it's a big game for them as well, too. They might want to protect some of their players. Give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, I'm uh, for, for those reasons, Carm, I'm, I'm actually thinking the other way here. Um, I, Liverpool, do they really think to expect they're going to come in here and, and win by four goals? Napoli haven't lost this year, let alone lost, lose by four goals. Uh, they just, they're too good, and I think it would be smart for Klopp to, to, to say, you know what? We made the knockout stages. Let's uh, <laughs> let's keep everybody, you know, together here. Let's not push for anything unnecessary, and we'll we'll live to fight another day. Uh, then again, you never know sometimes, and, and perhaps they do come out 
and try to go for the win. But uh, even if they do, uh, as long as, you know, something doesn't happen early, it's like the longer the game goes on and it's maybe scoreless or maybe there's one goal on the board, uh, then even more so do I like the under because at some point you're going to wave the white flag and Klopp's going to go, okay, fine. Uh, here, take everybody out and sub them in and we'll just see this thing out and live to fight you know, on the weekend. And Napoli, as you guys already mentioned, I mean, obviously don't have to do anything here. They can lose this game and, and still move on. So I don't know what they're, you know, they want to win the group. They want to keep the streak going. They got 13 straight wins. But at the same token, you know, to, to what cost is any of this worth it? So I just don't see a lot of reason for them to push for anything. I could see them trying to, um, you know, take this game slow, look for a chance to strike. And when they do, maybe they grab a one nothing lead or something like that and, and then try to just kind of say, all right, let's, we're good. Let's get through the rest of this game. So I don't know. I just don't see a lot of reason on either side for them to push for goals. Um, and I don't know if there's going to be a lot, of, uh, a lot of action because of that. Uh, then again, this could end up being... Six to four, so it's either like going to be a one nil type of a game or a six to four type of a game. I don't see it settling right at three or four goals close to the to the number. So, right now you can get under three, small plus price plus one hundred five, or uh, you can buy the quarter goal line three and a quarter uh, around minus one twenty minus one twenty five, which is the way I like it. This isn't strong enough to make my card, um, but I do like it uh, enough where you know I'm going to recommend if you're going to bet uh, on this game that under would be um, the way that I would I would go here. All right, Nick Borman, wagertalk.com. Guys, before we get into the final game, AC Milan and Salzburg, I want to mention a promo. Uh, and uh, first, we'll put the leans up on there. I keep uh, skipping over these leans, but there they are. Liverpool <laughs> under and a couple over. So Nick is going against Pavlos and Kevin. They'll duke it out at the end of this fixture. But uh, quick promo, guys. Um, this is a show special, and it is up on everyone's page Uh uh, Nick's, myself, uh, Kevin's, and Pavlos's. It is basically a soccer buy one, get one free. Uh, buy one month for $1.99, you'll get one month for free. So that's going to take you right through uh, the rest of 2022. And uh, for only $199 uh, with the World Cup right ahead, you're going to get that uh, deal. Like I said, again, uh, buy buy one month, get one free. You'll find it on the right side of everyone's page at Wager Talk and Sports Memo. All right, guys, let's get on to the third and final game. This one goes on Wednesday. AC Milan and Salzburg. Uh, in this one, Chelsea's already won this group. AC Milan can move into the uh, into the knockout stages with a draw. Salzburg will need to beat. Uh, AC Milan. The odds on this one, AC Milan minus 173, the opener. The draw is plus 316. Salzburg uh, plus 478. Uh, those were the openers. AC Milan is now up to 197. The draw is 349 and Salzburg's 527. Pavos, I'm going to go to you first on this one. I expect goals in this one. Salzburg play an open game as it is, but they've got to go to Milan trying to win this game. Uh, so uh, this is going to be, I think, a wider open contest. Uh, Milan at home are a very good team and can score goals. Uh, the total right now is set at 2.75, which is a split line of 2.5 and, and 3, and that's where I'm going, over 2.75. Tell us what you got. Well, yeah, this. You know, I love Milan's uh, chances to win here. However, there, there are some factors that are really... Uh, just uh, putting me off of that. And first, first factor is the fact that uh, they're missing their starting uh, goalkeeper, uh, and Tatarosano, you know, the backup uh, has hasn't been horrible. But um, AC Milan, they do struggle to keep clean sheets. They've kept just 
three clean sheets um, in 17 matches so far in the season. Just two clean sheets at home so far in the season. And Salzburg, you know, they're one of the teams that they've been scoring goals left and right, no matter the circumstances, no matter the season. Uh, they've only failed to score twice in the 40 matches they've played in 2022 across all competitions. On the road, the last time that they went scoreless was back in March, March 2nd, in a league match against uh, Linz. So they've been scoring goals left and right. The Salzburg side, I personally underestimated them at the start of the season. I was uh, fading them a lot, you know, in small stake bets in the Champions League. They proved me wrong in all of these occasions. They had a, a lot of, uh, you know, a 1-1 draw against Milan at home in their reverse fixture. A 1-1 draw at Chelsea. Uh, they beat Zagreb by 1-0. nil. A 1-1 draw against uh, Zagreb on the road. Uh, they scored against Chelsea by 1-2. to They they lost uh, last week. So I do see uh, Salzburg getting on the score sheet here. Um, you know, everything points towards to it. And I don't see Milan uh, going scoreless here, even though they have... Um, uh, some, you know, some injuries up front. They do have a deep roster. They have a couple of players who can play a lot of uh, positions up front. They can play as a 10. They can play at the sides. They can even play as a, as a second striker. So, and um, Milan, they rotated against Torino over the weekend. They they pretty much uh, left outside Giroud, uh, Des. They, they, let, they left out uh, a lot of players and they're going to be fresh. So, I do see goals from both sides here. I'm taking the both teams to score. Don't care who wins. And the price is minus 135. We just really don't care who wins. All right. Moving on, Nick, give us your thoughts on this one, please. Agreed with goals here. And I would just take it, uh, keep it simple with the over two and three quarters and be happy if either side takes them all in. Uh, you know, the situation sets up for Milan to just play defense and earn their way in there, but I don't think they're going to keep Salzburg off the board. Pablo's mentioned how tough it is to do so. They've scored in all five group matches. Similar level, Salzburg does not have a defense uh, to keep Milan from from scoring. And as much as you'd like to say, oh, Salzburg can come in here and win 1-0, and all of a sudden they're in, it's just not going to happen. And they know that. So they're going to have to push for multiple goals in this game if they want any chance. And I don't really trust Milan's defense uh, to be able to stop Salzburg and you know I guess the only situation that you know I would fear a little bit is if Milan grabs a, a 1-0 lead maybe late in the first half and then as you get into the second half they can really start to sit on that um, but luckily Salzburg is, are, are going to have to push and continue to push and continue to push and you know the counter will be there um, for Milan to take advantage of so uh, you know for that reason I don't necessarily know about the both teams to score but I do like the idea that there will be plenty of goals Milan allowed 17 shots and 1.32 expect the goals in that first match and I just don't see much different here. So I think there's going to be plenty of chances on um, both sides. So over two and three quarters for me. All right, Kev, uh, final word on this one. As Nick mentioned, uh, that game had 31 attempts on goal. Only six actually hit the target in that game in a 1-1 draw. Uh, uh, the same type of output here has got to produce some goals. What do you think? You'd imagine so, but you know, believe it or not, Salzburg have actually shown some pretty decent defensive data away from home in the Champions League this year. They rank sixth out of any team in the Champions League in terms of defensive expected goals against away from home. You know, those two road games coming against Chelsea and Dynamo Zagreb, obviously. So I would agree with goals, obviously, but you know, you never know either. They've tended to play tighter when they've uh, gone on the road, but. I am going to side with Salzburg in this one. I think uh, a full goal head start is just a little bit too much in this one, uh, considering how they're likely going to come out here. Um, and yeah, as I said, I, I just I, I think a full goal is too much. So I'm going to keep it simple. Just give me Salzburg in this one, uh, plus the full goal head start. 
All right. There you have it. We'll have a look at the uh, recap. We'll put it up on the board, and then we'll get into our best bet segment of the show. There we have it. Uh, a couple overs, both teams to score from Pablos, and Cav taking the full goal from Salzburg. And now we'll head into our best bet segment. Nick, tell us what you have up and give us a best bet in Champions League. All right. I do have a 5% play uh, set for action Champions League on Wednesday. 4-1 so far. Hopefully finish off with one more uh, group stage winner. Make it go 5-1 and one there. Uh, and for my best bet this, uh, this week in the Champions League, I'm looking at Real Madrid team total uh, over 2.5. So just looking for them to score, not worry about the total game. Um, and really it's just like I can't expect – Celtic to put up too much of a fight here. Their fate's already determined. Uh, you know, perhaps they just say, all right, great. I mean, they, listen, they're going to Real Madrid. They're going to want to play. They're going to want to try uh, to, to at least have fun and get their guys on on the field in Spain. But at the same token, it's like, you know, how much effort's really going to be there, uh, on, on especially on the defensive side. This game look, looks like a game to me that if Celtic's on the field, they want to go out, they want to score, they want to have some fun, which this is going to leave a lot of opportunities for Real Madrid, who, you know, come in good form. I mean, they scored three straight goals um, in three straight contests uh, against Barcelona, then Elche and Sevilla uh, before their loss to uh, Leipzig in the Champions League last week. And then, of course, this past weekend. There's probably some rotation here for Madrid. Uh, you know, they don't have to win to qualify, but they do have to win, or at least better uh, the result of Leipzig, to keep in that number one spot. And we know there's a reason to stay there for, theoretically, an easier matchup in that first knockout round. So Benzema's out. He's injured. Uh, but at the same token, I kind of like, you know, Real Madrid's plenty deep enough to continue to score. And I like the idea that with some of the subs perhaps getting into this game early or starting, that uh, they're going to put up an even bigger fight as they try to, you know, fight for more minutes later on in the season. So I like team total over two and a half. I'm probably going to pair over one and a half with something else as well. So just another way to, to kind of buy down a team total is pair it up with another team total or something like that and keep it low. So team total over two and a half for Real Madrid. All right, Nick Borman, wagertalk.com. Kev, give us a best bet in Champions League. Yeah, we've got a 4% Champions League best bet up for tonight, Carmine, as well. More importantly, we've got a 5%, first 5% of the season over at NHL as well, so join us for that 65.5%. Last three years on all NHL side best bets, so pretty happy with that. Uh, this is going to be a surprising um, best bet for this show. It's going to be not too often you're going to find me back in Rangers uh, at any stage of the season, but I do actually think there's a bit of value on them later tonight against Ajax. You know, no surprise, obviously, the Rangers have performed much better at home than on the road this season. You know, despite that 7-1 thrashing they received against Liverpool a few weeks ago, you know, their data numbers have been significantly better in Ibrox. Um, and they face an Ajax team on Tuesday who have been the complete opposite. You know, Ajax have posted some really poor numbers uh, when playing outside of the Dutch capital this year. You know, a massive 1.71 expected goals per 90 minutes less when playing away from home, and their expected goals and expected goals against numbers rank bottom seven in the competition overall when playing on the road. So I believe Rangers can make life difficult for the Dutch side in this one tonight. Uh, you know, certainly imagine it won't be a carbon copy of their first meeting at least. And, you know, I think Rangers can cover the number here later tonight at home. So, uh, yeah, give me Rangers plus a half a goal at home tonight. Uh, best bet. All right, Kevin Dolan. And I'm going to finish it off with a game that we discussed uh, earlier on the show, the AC Milan game. I'm going to take AC Milan laying the goal in Champions League. Uh, this one goes on Wednesday. Uh, they are a very solid team at home. Eight games uh, this season in all competitions. Their only losses have come to uh, Napoli, who have yet to lose a game this season. And, of course, Chelsea in Champions League play. 
Their other six games, all wins, five of them by margin of two or more goals. So that's where I'm going on this one. In a game in which uh, Salzburg are going to have to push the play to try and win this game, I think it's going to open them up on the back end a bit so with a higher back line. We're going to take AC Milan a minus one as your show best bet. Guys, on we'll put up the recap up on the board. Pablos. I do have a best bet as well. Oh, I skipped over Pablos. My apologies. <laughs> Pablos, give us your best bet. And it's the <laughs> best bet because uh, I went 3-0 in 10% max bets in September. 5-0 in Champions oh, League, 5% top bets uh, in, in the season. I'm unbeaten, 5-0. Uh, plus 111% profit in 5% and 10% uh, top bets since last season when the top uh, the 10% the bets were introduced. And I have um, a free play for you guys from the Champions League tomorrow in a match between Maccabi Haifa and Benfica. Now, Maccabi Haifa, they've shown some really, really good offense. They've scored uh, a couple of goals against uh, PSG. Of course, they lost by 7-2 to two last week. Um, they scored three goals in the group stage against PSG. They scored um, three goals against Juventus. Um, they've been scoring uh, in all cylinders. They've scored in all 24 home matches in 2022. Um, <clears throat> while Benfica are 4-1 to the both teams to score in the group stage. Yes, they have a good defense. Um, and they didn't uh, concede against Benfica in that last match. But Benfica, you know, with uh, Juventus playing PSG in the other match of the group, maybe they know that they have to fight. They have a really strong uh, squad, especially at home. And I do expect them to find... Um, at least one goal here. So I like the combination, a same game parlay of both teams to score over two and a half goals, minus 113. Don't care who wins. All right, Pablo Sagaretos, a sportsman. I skipped over him because Pablo's used up all his minutes on my on my clock <laughs> over here. I said he's got no You should check that out. I didn't speak that I didn't intro. speak that much today. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I I... Uh, we will mute his mic in the future. There's the best bets uh, on the card <laughs> for you guys. Please don't forget, we will be back on Thursday where we are going to discuss some big matches that go in this weekend's, uh, in, in sorry, in this weekend's um, EPL weekend. Of course, it's the MLS Cup as well, too, that goes this weekend. Um, don't forget that show promo that we've got up there. Buy one month, get one month free. Uh, it is up on everyone's page over at Wager Talk and Sports Memo. That's a great deal. Listen, for myself, Nick Borman, Kevin Dolan, and Pablo Sagaretos, this is Stoppage Time. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you on Thursday, 10 a.m. Tuesdays is known as $2 Tuesdays at wagertalk.com and sportsmemo.com, where you can get the hottest handicappers, best bet, or daily package for only $2.